people are patriotic about various uh, things so you can think about like uh uh you have like some kind of stack and what what is like on the what is your top thing that you are uh most um <clears throat> patriotic about you know for some people it couldn't be country for others it can be city you know like uh for example when people are criticizing uh san francisco like the the downfall of the city or like the, the crime wave and uh homelessness crisis addiction crisis even now the commercial real estate crisis and so uh other people get offended you know and balaji kind of observed like okay that's kind of strange because um why they get uh, offended and actually it's because like they for example they love the city you know Hello everyone and welcome back to another new episode of Mtambo uh, Desk Podcast. My name is uh, Deep Mtambo and today I have the pleasure of talking again with uh, Yakub Shimek, a co-founder of Wizesha and an author of Wisdom Enterprising. With Yakub, we'll discuss on the identity stack and how people are patriotic about different things, places uh, and networks. Yakub, once again, welcome to Mtambo um, Desk Podcast. Hi, Jeff. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Well, um, today we are going to delve into a fascinating article you wrote recently. You mentioned uh, how social media has uh, evolved over time from people probably uh, showcasing their local affiliations to become uh, to becoming, I mean, uh, network patriotic. Can you maybe tell us more about this shift? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's like Twitter is like the global um, battleground of ideas and it's like a, like a global fight club for intellectuals, says Balaji. You know, but it, uh, before it, at the beginning, the social media were kind of uh, considered for a long time as a, just kind of like a hobby or pastime, you know, just like people uh, posting their breakfast or something even like Balaji was quite late uh, to to enter the arena of Twitter you know he kind of didn't get it, uh, the, the power of social media at first because he thought like it's kind of silly like people posting their breakfasts you know but then once uh, he um, he saw like a thread of uh, uh, someone tweet live tweeting from a conference, some kind of scientific conference. He kind of like understood like, okay, this is quite powerful, you know, because like uh, uh, that person like uh, wrote like the main points from the conference and it kind of saved him a flight ticket, you know, to some or, you know, like two days to, uh, that he would end on, on a conference. And, and similarly, you know, like, um, Mm, uh, social media like Facebook or uh, Twitter, you know, uh, MySpace before, they were kind of, uh, yeah, just like, uh, yeah, for for people to to uh, to showcase their hobbies, their um, their, their lifestyle, like what they like, their lifestyle, yeah, yeah, and so uh, so you had like um, something like Balaji explains uh, this example, like you have a, like a Twitter bio, you know, which is like a very limited uh, real estate kind of like limited space where you can like put your bio, and so what would you put there, you know, and 
before people uh, used to used to write some like local affiliations like uh, hi I'm I'm Jakub from Bratislava I'm a father and I love football you know or something mm-hmm. like that you know mm-hmm. and some local local team let's say supporting or yeah some or let's say some band or something like that uh yeah and um and over time it kind of uh morphed into some kind of like yeah more a global fight club and so you have like um uh people like putting i don't know hashtag bitcoin hashtag mm. uh, uh blm um yeah. yeah some like yeah various kind of movements you know so it's yeah. like um yeah <laughs> yeah and actually uh, various flags various movements so yeah, yeah and actually actually balaji recently taught uh tweeted about it like um uh when twitter was also uh, launching or also was uh, you know becoming a uh, a hot space you know it was uh, also when uh, you know us was having their elections so it was it became more of a, a you know political space you know influencing elections and uh, actually saying right now is like um bitcoin is like the new is the is the twitter the Twitter moment of uh, Bitcoin at this moment, because now political leaders are using Bitcoin to to get into their you know campaigns, you know, and so yeah, uh, that was a uh, <laughs> cool uh, cool tweet. Yeah, yeah, I think the uh, with the the Kennedy guy, yeah, Robert Kennedy, is, yeah. is he's running uh, as a Democrat for for president challenging biden so yeah and he was like uh, talking nice things about bitcoin <laughs> so it's like he's yeah. a bitcoiner that's funny uh, because yeah i mean before you get like these uh, mayors or various like uh, even even some conservatives like saying like they're for god bitcoin. <laughs> it's it's cool you know like uh, in the us like in the, the previous elections but now you have like a presidential candidate so it's it's nice i mean it's good <laughs> what a time to be like yeah yeah Okay. Yeah, but like, okay, it's just like, but yeah, getting to the idea of the identity stack, as you said, like people are patriotic about various uh, things. So you kind of think about like, uh, uh, you have like some kind of stack and what, what is like on the, what is your top thing that you are uh, most um patriotic about, you know, for some people, it couldn't be country for others. It can be city, you know, like. Uh, for example, when people are criticizing uh, San Francisco, like the the downfall of the city or like the, the crime wave and uh, homelessness crisis, addiction crisis, even now the commercial real estate crisis. And so uh, other people get offended, you know, and Balaji kind of observed like, OK, that's kind of strange because um, why they get uh, offended and actually it's because like they for example they love the city you know they have the city as like on the top of their identity stake like they are from san francisco and they just like really love uh, the the golden bridge and um, so and for others it's just like yeah i mean they just care about different things you know like they they care about let's say bitcoin but they don't care about uh, the city they stay i mean they can stay in any, any city you know just like move places without um uh without some emotional attachment to those places so it's like yeah we are different people and it's like an interesting kind of model like what mm-hmm. what's the the highest on your identity stack yeah yeah, that's fascinating, Jakub. It seems like our identity have become increasingly fragmented into mimetic tribes, 
with uh, each person probably, uh, I mean, proudly showcasing their affiliations. And as you have said, Balaji uh, Srivasan also mentioned um, how people can be patriotic about different things, be it countries, uh, cities, currents, bands, or even programming language, just uh, as you have mentioned uh, just a moment ago. But do you think this uh, split, uh, splintering of identity has any consequences uh, for society? I mean, yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, like, um, it's kind of goes back to the Balaji's uh, thesis about uh, the decentralization in the West, you know, like the peak centralization was in the 1950s, where you had like, it just like, a few TV stations, you know, a few newspapers that people read and the, and just like uh, two superpowers, you know, like USSR and USA. And um, and because of uh, and this peak centralization happened because uh, until then you had like centralizing technologies like the printing press, radio, television, you know, they have like a broadcast modality. So you have like a one person at the top of a hierarchy or let's say some uh some uh a tv host uh, or um op-ed uh, writer like opinion yeah uh, uh, uh like a journalist writing for a like a big uh, legacy newspaper uh some prestige press kind of outlet and so and they are they are able to influence like lots of people you know like millions and those people they can like uh, like i don't know swear at their tv but like nobody is hearing them so you had like the freedom of speech but not the freedom of reach you know and also uh, there were these sayings like don't argue with the um, with the person who buys uh, ink by the barrel or, or yes yeah, so th these kind of things like so you, you know like um, basically uh, it was like prohibitively prohibitively expensive to own a TV license or uh, you know to to buy a TV license so you, you couldn't run your YouTube channel you know there was no internet back then and um, you could just stand outside somewhere and scream something, uh, but people might think you are crazy, you know, or just like give out leaflets. But even, you know, even in the USSR uh, or in the the the, the so Soviet bloc, you had like uh, a lock. Uh, you know, you had like uh, the the copiers were locked, you know, under a lock. So you know, it was like uh, even just to copy things where it was like really difficult. You know, like okay, you could probably. They were like this, we call them samizdat, so it means like some kind of like underground um, magazines. You could produce like some kind of like, I don't know, bootleg or what, what's the name for it, like some kind of underground uh, magazine probably. Uh, but the, the circulation and the distribution would be quite low, you know, and so... Mm. Uh, therefore, uh, you know, the, these technologies were centralizing, but... Uh, uh, the transistor, the the internet, the, the personal computer before, and then the internet, and then the mobile phone, and now crypto. Uh, these are all like decentralizing technologies, and so they can mm, mm, uh, make like the the communities. Uh, yeah, they also fragment communities. Uh, so we are like 
before Putin, I think it was in the 90s, uh, he wrote, uh, or late 80s, I don't know, early 90s, I don't remember. Actually, the, it's, the book is called The Bowling Alone. Oh, bowling Alone, Balaji, yeah. Yeah, now Balaji says that uh, we are actually uh, bowling alone, but posting together, you know, so people are kind of like creating some kind of, yeah, memetic tribes, as you mentioned Um it's a term by Peter Lindbergh, so it's like the he has this article Cultural uh, War 2.0, um, and he mentions their memetic tribes. So you have, let's say, hundred, uh, maybe a few dozens back then. Now it's even like more, and these uh, these tribes are kind of yeah splintering or or fragmenting. Uh, alongside what Balaji calls, or he quotes uh, Scott Alexander, and he calls it like scissor statements. So you can have, mm -hmm. let's say, um, for example, you can have like uh, two people, they like crypto, but... Uh, but uh, one uh, one only likes like Bitcoin and, and, and anything else. So he's like the mo mononymist, you know, <laughs> like just believing in one coin. And let's say someone might might like like Bitcoin and Ethereum, but they don't like uh, Solana, you know. So you can like uh, do the scissor statement like Solana, yes, no. And, you know, and you can split the group in, in half, you know, let's say you have like four people and and to to like solana and to don't like don't like uh solana and then you now you have only two people and <laughs> they and you can say like ethereum yes or no and then you split them again like just like um uh, into a bitcoiner and a ethereum guy let's say into solana i guess so yeah i mean this this kind of tribalism you know it's uh it's well and alive also in crypto and so uh, sometimes it's just like mm, it's this notion of asabia uh, by um, it's, it's, uh, the guy is called uh, Ibn Khalid. I think like, just let, let me check. Uh, like <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I, I, I totally me um, messed up his name, but uh, it's called Asa uh, Asabia Asabia. Uh, just yeah, just a second. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, th I don't think I can Google it very quickly. Uh, Balaji is a super Googler, but uh, uh, I, yeah, you know, I, anyhow, uh, yeah, I have to, I have to, yeah, anyhow, yeah, so, yeah, so it's Asabia, uh, so, um, mm -hmm. and it's a concept by, bye-bye, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah. So it's called Asabia, and it's Ibn Khaldun. Okay, so that's that's his name. So it's basically uh, it's like when you have like a, a external threat, uh, threat. Let's say uh, the uh, SEC uh, wants to uh, regulate crypto or something. So now the people, you know, they have like the the external threat, so they can. Um, you know now they can unite uh, around some uh, some cause because they 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 see like uh, you know if you you know if you like don't have the external enemy you you start to I don't know fight with your cousins and then yeah. with your brother or something but but once you kind of like see the external threat that's what actually unites the tribe so it's also kind of uh, interesting um, uh, point here so maybe like we had some kind of like 
good years uh, uh, people were just like bored online so they were like fighting a lot together but like let's say if you have like some external threat let's say the fed is attacking crypto or uh, sec or or you know some like other regulators so now you kind of <laughs> you can unite around something so now suddenly it's not like just like some infighting solana versus ethereum or something like that but it's like more kind of like are you pro freedom are you pro uh, like um uh, every user uh, is a root user you know something like mm-hmm. that or are you not so are you for a dollar or are you for bitcoin so and we, yeah. we discussed before that the bitcoin becomes like um like a shelling point there like the most known uh crypto you know the the, the original crypto so yeah yeah mm-hmm. the... okay yeah i think uh, i couldn't agree more Jakub, because uh yeah i think it's happening even right now uh we could see where uh senator karen already um you know uh trying to to launch a war uh against you know bitcoin and uh now people are no not more of uh you know i'm I'm a pro Solana, I'm a pro or pro Bitcoin. Mm, we are now we are now united fighting against uh, um, uh, Karen, Senator Karen, or fighting against the uh, the the reserve uh, the reserve. I mean Federal Reserve, you know. Um, yeah, so it's interesting to see how digital platforms have allowed us to assume digital native identities based on the uh, on these affiliations. Uh, but Balaji also mentioned the concept of network uh, patriotism leading to the emergence of uh, crypto uh, crypto countries or network states. Maybe could you expl- uh, briefly explain about uh, this uh, concept of uh, network patriotism? Yeah, yeah, right. So like, um, yeah, you, you have this idea of um, like, uh, you know, you have like geosphere and you have then a no, no sphere. It's like the no, it's like the or, original idea uh, comes from this like uh, philosopher and also like a French priest uh, Pierre de Chardin. I think it actually was like a hundred years ago he came up with this concept of no no sphere no sphere, um, which is like this the sphere of minds. So it's like it's not a geosphere, you know, like a geological like land. But he was thinking about something like a cloud, you know. So you have like minds in the cloud. Or you have like the common ideologies, and it's you have like some global community, and if you um, uh, like, Balaji kind of has this uh, metaphor that if you put community on steroids, you get like a nation, you know, kind uh-huh. of because it's like a, a, a he has like some kind of quantitative definition of nation, so it's a, like a densely um, uh, connected graph you know uh-huh. or, or, or yeah so it's like uh, some kind of like subgraph of a of a network and it's like a highly dense or dense like um, connected graph even like uh, the ideal case would be something like a complete uh, graph where uh, it's like almost uh, everyone kind of like knows each other you know so you have like a highly highly connected highly aligned community and it can become uh become a nation so it's like a community on steroids basically and so you could uh well I, let's see how this will work but like biology kind of things like yeah you you could create like these like rivers diasporas something like uh uh israel how israel was created uh from the book you know by theodore herzl he had like this uh this book uh Judenstadt, i think it's the, that's the name 
so like the Jewish state was the name of the book and he came up with uh, mm, he came up with uh with the fund so he had like a venture fund or something now you would call it but he had like a, a biannual conference and a, and a fund and so he was like funding people ideas he was like uh getting people together and so and he kind of uh today you would call it like yeah uh, you would say that he larped larped it into a existence you know or he memed it into a, an existence and yeah and then some people were kind of like uh, joking or something that okay but why did he 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 could have chosen like some another another country let's say because there was like madagascar argentina mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. <laughs> some other places like that. so maybe then so maybe argentina would be more peaceful i don't know you know it's mm -hmm. just like a, um yeah but uh, that's like one of uh, mm, inspirations uh, of Balaji but he also finds inspiration like for his book the network state uh, in the US constitution then also in Singapore because it's like a like a CEO founder kind of uh, you know like uh, he was the, the Singapore was founded by Lee Kuan Yew mm -hmm. so it's like another inspiration and he has a couple of more you know so yeah, okay. the U.S., Singapore, uh, yeah, maybe special innovation zones, something like special economic mm -hmm. zones actually done by China. That could be another inspiration. But like going back to the community or the, the network patriotism, yeah, so you could be kind of, uh, let's see how it will uh, play out, but you could get patriotic about some kind of, um, yeah, something like CrossFit or veganism or a keto diet, you know, something like probably the keto diet was something that was invented on the internet, you know, <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> you know, or you have this paleo, these different kind of things. So like, uh, yeah, yeah. And somewhere in the article, I also kind of mentioned like this, like uh, seven lively virtues like something like uh, the opposite of seven deadly sins. So like imagine you could... Uh, Mm. yeah you could uh yeah probably you could create like yeah some startups societies around like these like one commandments focused on um, like the opposite of these seven deadly sins so you would yeah you would like i don't know focus on um, yeah so there is like one for example like keeping down with the, with the joneses so it's like a funny name because it's like you know uh the the saying is or the method yeah, it's like, I don't know if it's a metaphor, it's a saying, it's called like uh, keeping up with the Joneses, you know, it's like people who uh, who try to um, like compete with their neighbors. So let's say if the neighbor gets like a bit better car, you also want to get a bit better car, you know, it's kind of mm -hmm. like, a, yeah, so it's like keeping up with the Joneses, but like now the, the opposite would be like keeping down, uh, keeping down with the Joneses, like keeping the costs down with mm -hmm. the Joneses. So for example, you would be like uh, bulk buying uh, together, like a crowdsourcing or crowdfunding some kind of... Um, uh yep yeah, material or pro products or let's say food uh with uh, as a community and you could like uh buy it in bulk and save so it's like the saving society you know like people who like to save and who like to kind of like buy uh good um quality uh quality to you know value for money kind of things you know so mm -hmm. yeah. 
that's uh, that's like an uh, like an idea but i don't know if you can create a nation out of uh, out of this out of savers but like yeah but probably some people can be like um have this as a important value in their identity state i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah I, i think i mean that's uh, truly remarkable yakub uh yeah let's see how uh things uh, i mean fall out or uh, things uh goes uh in in the next uh, near future you know but um balaj also emphasizes the the need for uh, a moral uh, stack as a layer zero for full stack web three engineers in the web three era it's not just about uh building what people want but also considering uh moral uh, foundations how do you see this uh shift playing out in the uh startup world mm-hmm. yeah yeah so uh Yeah, I mean, uh, this is a bit different concept, but I also mentioned it in the article because it's like sounds similar, right? So it's like identity stake. It's just like what are the priorities uh, like in your identity? Like, I don't know, are you from Voy or Bratislava? And that's like the very high in your identity stake or are you a programmer or Bitcoiner? Uh, um, but a, a bit related concept is like the moral stake or zero, uh, um, uh, the layer zero. Uh, so it's like the mm, yeah, I mean, that's like the moral fa- fabric of uh, let's say uh, of your uh, on or the moral justification for why you are, are let's say starting a startup or, or launching a startup. And so if you yes, Balaji says like if you want to be uh, you or you need to be like a full stack de- uh, developer meaning like also have this like moral justification for everything you do like in in web3 or in crypto because um, uh because that's like a bit different from let's say y combinator you know like uh, the the first uh startup incubator you know like in 2005 uh, mm-hmm. was launched by Paul Graham and his wife uh and you know it's very successful but they had the motto of like uh build things that people want um or build mm-hmm. things that people like something something like that okay make, make like, things uh, make things people make, want make things people want yeah exactly so which is like great it's it's good but it doesn't have like this kind of uh Uh, like it's not so ideological compared to uh let's say crypto or bitcoin you know it was like a build uh you know like in the genesis blog you have um it's you have the critique of uh 2008 financial crisis and and on and the critique of the whole like uh, fiat system and, and the, the the global financial system so like these crypto companies you know they have like this moral critique or mor- moral justification uh, like baked in their identity so it's like uh, that's the moral moral stack like let's say if people attack you actually falsely like attack bitcoin uh as being like unecological or something you can just like just like you need to get facts and you need to show them that actually you know if you look at the bitcoin lightning which is like a layer two it's like uh, maybe million times uh, more um, effective than your bank bank teller and and it's just like i don't know it takes like five days to let's say to send money from kenya to slovakia or vice versa and it takes like seconds uh, or or minutes uh, by bitcoin lightning or less than a minute 
and uh, obviously there are not not some uh, middlemen or some people or institutions that uh, pay high salaries and uh, needs to uh, need to pay for heating and office space they are not involved in this transaction it's peer to peer so it's kind of like i think you can just do really like like anyone can calculate on a, yeah back of the envelope uh, kind of calculation that it is this is more ecological and even like bitcoin itself is more ecological than the banks but it's uh with the with the layer two like bitcoin lightning is like i don't know a million okay. fold <laughs> yeah. probably yeah so that's like the moral justification and then also i write there about like global stack that's uh like uh, also kind of uh uh like uh, another concept and it's basically you can have like a uh, various jurisdictions where you operate and you you make like this um, yeah. jurisdictional arbitrage or longitudinal arbitrage as well. Yeah. yeah, even on the same, Balaji proposes the idea of uh, seven uh, lively, lively virtues uh, for startup society where immediate benefits uh, should be aligned with the ethical considerations. Uh, startups need to be, I mean, Consideration startup need to go beyond uh, the seven deadly sins used in the past to hook users and instead focus on creating tangible benefits that prom promote, I mean, societal well-being. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, it's clear that uh, we are entering an era where technology, morality, and uh, global governance must uh, co co converge. And uh, Balaj suggests that the importance of uh, global stack, as you've mentioned, of crypto-friendly and uh, tech friendly distribution. Could you maybe uh, expand on why global stack is crucial for the success of pro, pro tech and uh, pro, uh, I mean, protect crypto communities and uh, crypto countries? Yeah, right. So, because like, um, that's like your kind of defense uh, as a crypto founder that you are kind of ready to to pack your things and leave, says Balaji, you know, like, so that's the exit, you know, like, because, uh, uh, you, you know, if you can't, uh, let's say, uh, change the jurisdiction or let's say if the, the jurisdiction suddenly gets like unfriendly towards founders, you know, it's something like the finance people are also used to this, you know, so they like move, move places and... Uh, you know, and there was like this critique that it's like a ruthless, a ruthless uh, cosmopolitanism or something, you know, and then uh, elsewhere, like in, in another article, like we discussed uh, and also on the pod, like uh, the, the concept of like a rooted, uh, uh, not ruthless, but like rooted cosmopolitanism, where actually you can be rooted in uh, like a couple of places at the same time, you can have like close friends relationships, let's say. In, in Slovakia, in Kenya, uh, in, in the UK, in France, you know, like, so it's just like, basically, are not just like a tourist, uh, just like, uh, I don't know, sleeping at the hotels, but like, um, you have some deeper relationships in many places. So that's like, the kind of like idea of uh, rooted cosmopolitanism. And then, uh, you know, like what we came up with, like, just in, in the other article, uh it's uh like the the root root cosmopolitanism it's like not, not just rooted but it's like uh basically crypto allows you to uh be root cosmopolitan meaning like you know every user is a root user so you don't need to ask like for permission uh just let's say to interact with uh, people from around the world so you can just like 
do permissionless uh, transactions so it's like also like a, again a, like a play on words but like um it uh, it's basically uh basically it's something uh in other words what balaji calls or says like that the mm, there was no true global trade before uh, crypto uh, meaning like before you you would set up like some kind of intermediaries let's say uh, like I don't, I don't know like a deliver a company you know or uh, or let's say you would go to mauritius to set up a, like uh, some kind of company if you want to invest in india or you would set up a, like a company in hong kong uh so uh, but uh, but if if you want to invest in china you would set up a company in hong kong Mm, or let's say uh, you know you 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 set up a company in Rwanda to do to business or um, in East uh, East Africa or in Kenya for that matter. Uh, so, uh, but like uh, like with uh, mm, smart contracts, uh, you could do like peer to peer. You know, like let's say you know it's like DAOs are global in the same way as uh, like uh, email is a global protocol, so it looks the same. You know, like the email uh, kind of address looks the same uh, if you are, I don't know, from Africa or Europe or the US. So it's kind of yeah it's like the international uh, internationalist and capitalist kind of thing and the crypto is like the the v3 or the version 3 of of uh, of this like it enables um uh some uh, something that was not possible before you know like uh, uh, or it brings it on a completely different level because before let's say he, uh, Balaji said like if you had like a brazilian uh company and like i don't know uh and uh, bangladeshi company you know usually they would set up like some kind of intermediary uh um, let's say in the us or in the china or or uh, i don't know in the eu uh, just because uh, like to work out all the legal uh affairs and like uh, kind of like uh, of their business you know, or they would trade in dollars. You know, this kind of thing. And now, like with with blockchains and with global open and global protocols, um, you could, uh, you you know, you could code. You know, the law becomes code. So it's like uh, you you can code it like in smart contracts. So and it kind of, yeah. Uh, but going back uh, to the, um, yeah, like the global stack, meaning like. Um, Probably, you know, it's basically it's like something what uh, Brian Armstrong is doing now in Dubai, or some people are like, can we move Silicon Valley to Dubai? So it's like kind mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, they they before they moved it, moved it to Miami, <laughs> but like yeah. now they are also like trying to, I don't know, just like you know, it's maybe it's good to have <laughs> uh, more places like like Silicon Valley, not just one. So it's like the, the decentralization, you know. If uh, like the Miami, is, I guess it's great, but uh, Dubai might be good for many other uh, like the reasons. Let's say it's also the uh, different time zone, longitudinal arbitrage, but it's probably is also it's outside of the U.S. It's offshore, so. Yeah, you know, it's also a Coinbase. Like they were like really like patriotic about the U.S. You know, and the U.S. dynamism, like on all these kind of like um, mm, uh, these memes, uh, which which I mean it, they are great. I mean, but uh, you you see if the, there are clouds on on the horizon, you probably want to decentralize and you want to you want to go offshore. I mean, it's good to be patriotic, uh, but it's also good to uh, choose uh, to choose exit when 
when you need you know like elon musk he had to he, he left for texas so i don't know <laughs> something similar yeah i i think uh yeah the question we need to ask is not just so we can we build it or uh will they buy it like in the previous era it's now about uh will they ban it um yeah and that's why you're having a global stack of this edition <laughs> yeah. that uh, will uh, they ban it yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i mean it's really uh a, parad- a paradigm uh, shift yakub and thank you so much for uh sharing your insight on this uh evolving uh landscape of identity uh technological um uh technological uh, nation building it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show yeah thank you it's great to talk to you it was great to talk to you well um that that brings us to the end of this episode we hope you enjoyed the conversation with Jakub Shimek please don't forget to subscribe give this episode a thumbs up and be sure uh, to come back next week for another episode until then this is Dukum Tambo and don't forget to do good always